Previously on Thrillergram. This is Roger Sarnoff with WKLA broadcasting live with a recent news bulletin about the Hollywoodland murders. There's an advisory to stay inside after dark and do not open your doors to anyone you do not know. I suppose you two are here about the murders. Yeah, something like that. We found your script inside of a Wendy Daniels living room. I also heard an announcement over the radio this morning saying they have clues as to who I am. Absolutely not. I have to be on set tomorrow for a very important shoot. (laughs) Who said you were going anywhere? Then we heard it was Anthony Price. So what have we got? Bite marks and graying of the skin. So this is our guy. I am a vampire hunter. I do hunt otherworldly creatures and beasts as well. Vampires aren't human. If they don't want to be followed, they'll do whatever necessary to cover their tracks. You're sure you can help? I'd rather catch this guy if we can. Then let's go check out the Price crime scene. Grab your coat. Welcome back to another episode of Thrillergram. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I personally would like to thank you for tuning in. Tonight, we visit the final chapter in our Hollywood Vampire series. Our cast of players are Timothy, played by Peter Chutaba, Charles, played by Isaac Robinson Smith, Cecil Vernon, played by Tommy Riddell, Abraham Van Helsing, played by Renee Heisemeiter, John, played by Tyler G. Stanley, and Stacy, played by Jennifer Galasso. Our story continues in the parking lot, out back of the Hall of Justice. Perhaps it will be more comfortable in my car. A silver ghost? (laughs) Don't tell me you drove here from Amsterdam. Rolls Royce is English. I had it shipped here for my trip to America. You don't want to drive American? There are a few things I trust about your country. Please make sure there is not mud on your shoes. Of course. And my dog is harmless. <laughs> Charles, you can ride in the back with Lars. That thing is making you pay for all those comments back at the office. If he is going to call me a dog, I will treat him like one. Following a short drive, the investigators and Abraham Van Helsing arrive at an apartment complex on the 1200 block of Gower Street. This is Anthony Price's home? Yeah, apartment 4. Lars Goldman. The group enters into Anthony's apartment. So I take it Lars does all the sniffing around? A dog's nose possesses almost 300 million olfactory receptors. I find dissent, but he leads me to my work. I guess I should apologize for the bloodhound comment. No, you were half right. Ah, uh, he picked up on the scent before I did. Lars, Fuch. All right, so he found the weird meat scent? Precisely. Now we will follow the scent and see if we can find the march direction. The sun began to set above the hills that surrounded the Hollywood sign. As shadows began to cast over the city below, Cecil awoke to begin his nocturnal feeding. We've been driving around for a couple of hours now. Maybe we should call it a night. Our vampire prays while we sleep. A 
If we stop now, he will kill again. In a dirt lot just off the Mulholland Highway, a young couple has parked their car for a night of romance under the Hollywood estate sign. We better make this whoopee quick. The coppers will be all over this place with the recent curfew. Are you sure about this? We can always... Mm, come on now, baby. You said you wanted to be adventurous. I know, but if we get caught by the police... I told you, I just want a quickie. Mm, spread those gams for me, babe. Meanwhile... Make a left here, on Ledgewood. We're right in the middle of our killer's area. <laughs> Lars agrees with you. We've entered its feeding grounds. Oh. Hmm. oh, just like that. Yeah, you fucking tight toots. Suddenly. Ah, shit. God damn it. Johnny, I told you this wasn't a good idea. Yeah, just be cool, Stacy. Step out of the sedan, please. <laughs> Listen, officer, it's not what it looks like. I'll need to see your identification. Ah, oh, sure, sure. It's, it's in the glove box. We... we're just... There is a curfew in place right now. Are you both aware of this? Yes, sir. We, we, we both live at home with our parents. We're just trying to get a little privacy. Jonathan Morrison of 657 Fountain Avenue. Yes, sir. That's correct. I will need you to return to your car while I ask... Stacy. Uh, Stacy Collins. While I ask Stacy some questions. We didn't do anything wrong, sir. Please. Do not make this any harder on yourself than it has to be. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please, come this way with me. Let's make a right here on Maholland Highway. There are some undeveloped lots up there. This guy is running out of rich blood. He'll probably be targeting a prostitute next. We're getting closer. Back at the dirt lot, Cecil's charade has paid off. As Stacy's life fades from her eyes, her antsy beau Jonathan exits his car suspecting something may be wrong. Excuse me, officer. Stacy? Stacy? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Cecil turns towards Jonathan with Stacy's lifeless body in his arms. Jonathan Morrison desperately tried to get back to his car to escape. But as he reached the driver door... As Cecil began to devour the blood from Jonathan's body, a set of headlights lit up the violent scene. What the fuck? That's him. The examiner was goddamn right. What are we going to do? I'm going to tear out his heart, remove his head, and burn the pieces. Can we just shoot the bastard? Abraham Van Helsing exits the driver door of his silver ghost, armed with a crossbow. Vampire scum, I'm here to return you to hell. <laughs> you cannot kill what is already dead. That is where you are wrong. The arrow pierced Cecil's heart. There's no place for evil in this world. Send me back to hell, but I'll be back. Do you think we should get out and help him? Uh, he looks like he's got this under control. 
Unfortunately, Abraham rips the arrow from Cecil's chest, pulling out pieces of his heart and flesh. You do keep some. Your words hold no power over me. He's walking back this way. Abraham retrieves a can of gasoline from his vehicle before returning to Cecil's side. You do this, bad Think we should call in the fire? His victim will burn with him. Since we interrupted his feeding, there is a chance his victim could turn. It is safer that we let them both burn. May God have mercy on his soul. God has nothing to do with this. I'd like to thank you for tuning in for this final chapter of our Hollywood vampire story. I am Floyd Ferguson. If you liked what you heard this evening, subscribe below and tune in next week for another tale of horror, mystery, and the strange.